0: Hello, this is Lars Ubiray from towncapper.info. You're listening
1: to Scene World Podcast. Yes.
2: It's the Scene World Podcast. I'm AJ, Jorg is there, and there's a good chance that you're looking at us right now. Which is weird, because we've never done that before.
0: Yeah, well hello everybody well it was just like that our guests our guests were so nice we simply had to record them on video um, they
2: they, yeah. they dressed for the occasion so we felt it was uh it, it, was, it was only the right thing to do to uh to give them a video podcast
0: of course so and um well so. In a bit we are talking to Tess Fries and Tell, mm-hmm. And um two big figures who make their own music production together now.
2: Jeroen was a he was a, yeah. a musician in the C sixty four scene, uh did a bunch of game music, made his uh, professional living doing game music, and now they're branching out and turning this into a a whole new genre of, of music that people can can download and listen to, and, and and it's, I mean, it's a, it's kind of cool.
0: Pixel
1: Pop, yeah.
2: Yes, yeah, they call it Pixel Pop. First, before we get to that, let us talk. I have a piece of paper here, there's nothing on it. I just make this noise for the audio podcast, so people think I'm looking at something, and now that trick has been ruined, but first... <laughs> Let's talk yeah, about to the professional, yes yeah. yes, back in a few podcasts ago, we talked about the we talked to the frag dolls um since then, they've all left the frag dolls are empty um we don't know what is going on uh with whether they they will be recruiting new people or or what's happening, but um yeah, S- yeah. since since. Well, our last podcast we reported that um, one of them are I don't recall who it was I'm going to say days. Uh, days
0: Days I
2: believe yeah had, had, had left and since that time uh, Siren and Esper the two that we spoke to have also left and then Seltzer left leaving zero people so there's nobody in the frag dolls however that is not altering our plans as far as Extra Life, the charity. Uh, I am still on the Frag Dolls team and so is Jörg now. Sure, yeah, because I, sure. called, I called him out in the last podcast and he stepped up and he joined. So he is also a member of the Frag Dolls team. And who are you raising money for?
0: Well, I'm raising money for, for international sick kids. Okay. Because I figured since everything I do is international, and so, and since I'm not living in the USA, I've wanted to, well, raise money for something that is internationally um, raising money for all over the world. So this is why I decided for an international um, treat. So I decided to go for the international sick kids thing. Um, that is why. So I thought it would perfectly
2: fit to me, you know. Um yes. Awesome. And I and I again am uh I, I am raising money for uh the uh Children's Specialty Hospital in New Jersey. And we've actually I've had some some donations come in which is pretty uh pretty awesome. I I don't know I don't know who they are. They uh, the, the donations were anonymous. So I can't thank anybody. I would like to thank somebody uh, in the podcast on the air, but I I don't know who did it. So whoever you are um Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome.
0: Oh, no. No, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't you. <laughs> it wasn't me. No. Um, yeah, but, but since we receive fan email once in a while, you know, we know that people are listening to us. So mm-hmm. that's very nice. It was season statistics. Um, but hey, let's see. I should share my URL for my Extra Life page. Yes,
2: yes you should. Well, mine mine is www.extra-life.org life slash participant slash ajh, which is pretty easy.
0: So, so my extra life URL, my profile page is extra lifeorg life org slash participant slash navcom.
2: Okay. There we go. Yep. So awesome. you can
0: donate donate. Yeah. Um, for me. And yeah, and by the way, nowadays you can even donate for us if you want to give us a dime for, for our awesome magazine or podcast. You can do that too on steamwell.org/slash donate, just to mention it. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so, so what happened actually is that uh, Fractals left the building, at least the old team, but, um, but we are still in touch with with some of them, especially um Siren who actually works now for Twitch as a community manager. And that's official so we can mention it here. Uh-huh. That's pretty awesome. But in case we get some news about whether they look for new people or not or whether they are forming a well, new Well the team last team thing not, that we virtual. heard
2: the last thing that we heard was that they were actively looking for new people, new people for the Cadet program when um esper had left uh so that's as far as we know they are looking for people so you should if you're involved in the community um then you should be you should really you know if you want to be part of that reach out and 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 see what you can do um until until we hear other otherwise i'm just going to keep assuming that they're going that they're going to look for people to fill it
0: well actually on their twi- twitter.com page you know the twitter profile they have this email address fragdolls at ubisoft.com mm-hmm. where it says if you want to contact us write to fragdolls at ubisoft.com I don't know if so the, the write, address still works
2: well write to it and well I'm sure it does so so if you want to be part of it write to it and and you know who knows who knows well
0: if it bounced back because the address is no more than shame on the Frag Dolls Twitter page. Wow. I um, mean, anyway, yeah. I hope I hope they reform the the team in a way because it was really awesome.
2: And we could talk to the new people. Yep.
0: Well, if you want to be a guest on our show, you are wow. welcome. If you want to welcome us on our show, we would we would appreciate that too. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. So you see a lot of things happened in the last two months since um, we released the last podcast issue. Um, Yes. What, What else happened? Oh yes, well, you know, after 12 years, I finally got in touch with Dave Lowe who was a composer in the 80s and 90s for a lot of um arcade games especially and he made the music conversions for the home uh, home consoles and home computer versions amongst things like you know power drift elite two you know and um star glider hard driving and um well he did a kickstarter for re releasing it as not orchestra mm. and unfortunately just like an hour ago it failed mm. just with thousand dollars short or something in the last second that was pretty sad. But I talked to his daughter Holly and she said they will try again and since it was so close, you know in the last second, still thousand bucks missing. Mm. So it was ninety nine percent funded that's really bitter, but they will try again. So maybe look in the next days for another try from the, from the guys and um, we also decided to release the video interview with him early because um, we wanted to push that project. So if you want to watch it you can look at it at uh, seeworld slash interviews.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, sorry, I should repeat that. dot slash interviews. There is that interview with Dave Lowe. And another news is also that we decided to use the scripts, the transcripts that we're using for the magazine as subtitles. So this means now people who have a hearing issue can even listen and watch to the interviews, the video interviews, because now they can read it as okay. subtitles. Okay. And that's pretty cool, actually.
2: That is pretty cool.
0: Yeah. You know, um, we always try at SceneWorld to make things barrier-free, which is also while we have, you know, color-switching option in the SceneWorld magazine. For the color blind people, if you press C, you can switch between uh, several, Color schemes uh-huh. that um, may look awful for people who don't, who who are not colorblind. For for those people who are colorblind, they really appreciate it. Yes, and well, what else? Yes, well, I can I can tell you about um, the Gamescom booth because in the last podcast you asked me what we are going on the game pa- Game.com um, booth and what we will be doing is we will be partnering up with um, a group of people who are doing a video game music live to video games being played you know, like replaying the music like some kind of a live remix you know
1: mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. and so we will have um SteamWorld of course running on several computers and we will have a keyboard and um I even got I even got from Frank Bus I even got one donation of his recent uh, MIDI mode model that he funded over Kickstarter. I just forgot its name, but let me see. Anyway, this that's the Caberos Okay. and so we will have we will have uh, live performances of scene world magazine and those guys and we will i will wearing a t-shirt this scan me on the back
2: okay <laughs>
0: just as you ask me this cast scan me yeah and scene world in front of course you mm-hmm. see mm-hmm. yeah here you go so look Look out for me cool and our our booth guys so that's very nice
2: and Jörg uh, will be meeting with some of our previous guests will be meeting uh yeah. Siren previously of the Frag as she will be there for Twitch and he yes. could possibly be meeting uh, Charles Martinet the voice of Mario who we talked to
0: that's that's true last yeah, time if he, if he will be invited as he said during uh-huh. the interview but he mostly is Mm-hmm. So I'm really looking forward to that. And, um, and of course, Sven Fersing from Cinemaware will be there also. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So that's totally awesome. So I will meet those people, our former guests, in person. Um, cool. Yes, and as, um, as I just found out earlier, in a phone call before this podcast recording, I will also be involved in a live Twitch show and um, for the German Film Museum in Frankfurt starting in June and going till um, the January of next year. Mm-hmm. And actually, I'm looking for, you know, like old game developers from Germany or um, people who who organized like demo parties um, you mean you, you know like lawn parties in right. the past or something right. in the 80s or 90s and would like to talk about their experience what they organized or what they created mm-hmm. and um, they could be a guest in the li- in the uh, live Twitch show that is going to happen every last Wednesday in Frankfurt and actually the whole exhibition yeah so And the whole exhibition exhibition (laughs) will um, take place from June 1st to January next year. And as I said, in the last um, Wednesday evening, Frankfurt, you could actually meet me there as guest, live guest, if you have something to share and you want to share to um, a broader public and to the people outside of the scene, you know, Mm -hmm. and on on live Twitch show let me know so if you want to be a guest contact me or us that would be at contact at sceneworld.org and uh, I'm sure we will we will um, put the details on our page yes we will and other places so you could actually meet a part of the sceneworld crew so Mm -hmm. two chances two chances to meet sceneworld in Frankfurt be a live guest Or, well, or go to Gamescom and meet me there in the
2: Retour area. And we also have some more things going on, um, such as, uh, well, I mean, again, we're doing a video podcast here. This is the first time we're doing video. And we will be doing some more video-based things in the future as well. Uh, Jorg can tell you about that because... This well, is his baby, kind of.
0: <laughs> well, I've reserved um, the URL twitch.tv slash And so please subscribe to it and make sure you are able to be notified when we go online. Um, I can't talk about it yet, but we have some really nice ideas. And we want to bring up something retro, of course, but something that a topic that wasn't touched yet in any Twitch live show so <laughs> and again our power of scene world members and having good people in the team gives us the pu- we have opportunity. we have
2: awesome members of our our scene yeah, world team and definitely. we should uh, we should actually you know we should throw out to um to uh, uh, an old member that is is just coming back uh we should you know mention uh uh taco taco, taco yep.
0: hillinar yeah. Yes.
2: he is back with us now he, he was one of the the old guys from back in the day and now he is back on full force so we we love to have him and also yep. i i'd like to point out because we have intro music that plays in the beginning of every every episode of this podcast and to date we have not given credit to the man who made that music Richard Bayless. Yes, Richard yeah. Bayless made the music. He's a, another member of our staff. He's also a prolific game creator. So.
0: Yeah, he did. He did Hunter, which was very successful. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. So, uh, so that's 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 where our music comes from. Uh, and uh, and 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 our webmaster, who puts everything together for us, Christian Lorenberg. He is. Uh, an amazing uh, i mean this this guy is goes f- well above and beyond when we when we hand him awful audio files and we're like make this a, pod- a podcast you know i mean he 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 handles the web he handles putting things to itunes he does all this incredible work for us and it's really not fair to just have the two of us sitting here talking to each other and not give credit to everybody else that is responsible for making this sort of thing a thing but that will change because our first guest in the twitch will be
0: a team member of Sceneworld. that's true that will change that's all I can say but Mm -hmm. I don't want to spoil the surprise we just have to find an appointment a day where to do the live show but let's do it tomorrow no no, no. <laughs> Off, uh, awesome, awesome prepare. <laughs> awesome preparing. Yeah. Yeah, well that is actually the key thing about um about our team is that we can really react on quick changes, you know, like when would you like to do the interview? Like how about now? Mm-hmm. Or like mm-hmm. you're recording this video. I'm like, no, you are making audio only. Well, you should, because we have dressed up. And so, like, well, now we we need a YouTube channel, because (laughs) now we need to have sections of videos, which we have now, actually. So if you want to watch us on our YouTube channel, it's, uh, well, unfortunately, the URL is kind of crappy, because um, actually this year, Google and YouTube changed the way you can get the URL, but anyway, it's youtube.com slash sceneworld.org magazine, which is really awful, but I made a shortcut, and you can watch us also on our YouTube, if you go to http um, youtube.sceneworld.org, that's a lot easier. Okay. So awesome. we are on YouTube now, too, and mm-hmm. all our mm-hmm. videos are there and subtitles and this video podcast, too. So yep. we are totally expanding to everything. Mm-hmm. And as I said, and I want
2: to be clear to, to our listeners uh, that this is we're we're doing a video podcast this time. Um, this is probably not going to be the norm just because of the the extra work it takes in order to put this together. I'm I'm. Having to learn a whole new way of editing and and so we'll probably go back to to audio with a couple of special video interviews every so often but this this yep. is kind of a just a, a special thing that we're doing this one but
0: I offered you to do the editing on the video instead, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you had my offer of help, and yeah. you said no, you want to learn it mm-hmm. yourself yeah, but anyway still still my offer there. Yeah, yeah, well, I know it's not so easy, but hey, we are two pretty guys, pretty guests. It's our guests, awesome. our guests
2: are are, are very pretty. Um, I, I, I I wouldn't go so far as to say we are, but yeah, sexy steve podcast. Woo!
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so you see, a lot of things happened in the in the past two months. Um, yeah, well. I mean, we have to take into into account. We do this scene world thing for fifteen years now, No, fourteen years, and this is so amazing. You know, I was eighteen when we started,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and how old you were?
2: Um, younger than I am today. <laughs> <laughs> ah, great. <laughs> so anyway.
0: <laughs> so anyway. Anyway, we, we are wanting to make it the next 15 years, too, so we can celebrate 30 years scene vault. Oh that's God. actually my goal, at least, you know. AJ will be 50.
2: Yeah, you know? that's exactly, yeah, in another in another 15 years, I don't know, 50, 50, I'm not that, I don't think I'm, I that old? I'll be older than I am today. <laughs> I might be, you know, 28, 29 by then. I'll almost be 30 by then. I mean...
0: <laughs> oh, jeez. You have a lot of fun recording that, you know? Yeah.
2: <laughs> anyway. So,
0: anyway, as to see we have a lot of things planned. So, more than ever, now you have a chance to interact with us in person, live on Twitch. And I hope we get a lot of watchers on our first live show. And, of course... If you missed that, you can you can see the recording afterwards because I will put it up on our YouTube channel. So you mm-hmm. can always you can if you have if you have the feeling you are missing us, you are missing our voices, you are missing our looks. Then you can always watch us again over and over for the for the end of your life. So
2: have many many <laughs> have on, many nightmares.
0: On. Yeah. 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 So anyway, <clears throat> so anyway, yes. So um, I, I'm very, I'm very happy to to know that we will be on Gamescom, and that we will be involved in a well, a big event for video game exhibitions mm-hmm. on uh, Frankfurt. So that's totally awesome. I mean, I never thought that a hobby project that doesn't earn any money would grow so big. Yeah. That we get so many opportunities. It's really and people actually want to be our guests and want to work for the magazine and Mm -hmm. want to do stuff with us. So
2: hey It's it's really kind of amazing. You know, I I still kinda have to sit back and pinch myself and be like, you know, we're talking to these people like dang. How many podcasts
0: have talked to
2: uh, Charles Martinet? I didn't hear of anybody. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't know how many how many podcasts or interviews he's given, but just to, just to be, you know just to have kind of the privilege to sit back and, and talk to some of these people for an hour or two hours, however long it happens to go. You know, I mean it's kind of it's kinda of cool to you know, who thought that a Commodore sixty four disc mag would lead us to this well I have to say it's it's just possible because of
0: the team I mean we are 21 people Mm -hmm. It's totally amazing from all over the world and actually I travel a lot to to see those people in person I mean I even went to Lima Peru to visit Victor Mm -hmm. I went to AJ I went to Andrew so um, yeah anyway you wanted to say how awesome it is to to make a project that grows so big mm-hmm. that was your last that's what statement. I was saying yes and you have to still pinch yourself nowadays to believe it I
2: don't know if I would pinch myself just you know just, you said that oh well I just have to kind of sit back and just you know it's kind of surprising that you know mm. such things occur well I, I think we've, we've, we've talked enough uh, we have we have We have guests waiting, Um, so you're going to see suddenly Jorg and my outfits are going to change.
0: (laughs) Of course, we went back in time.
2: Yes, because we recorded this on a different day than we actually recorded the intro here. So yeah, momentarily we're going to warp through space, and then we'll be talking with your own Tell and Tess Fries of Tess and Tell. Who will actually, by the way, in
0: five days from now? So, probably when you hear this, have released Battle
2: Battle So, so in, in so so in in uh, in five days. On May eighth, which has probably passed by the time you're listening to this, they will have released uh Battle Valley. It's a remake of a of of a C sixty four game, music. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. You should. Everyone should check that out. Um, well, let's 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 get let's get into it and let's talk to these guys because cause it's a really cool interview and it was really fun. So
0: uh, all of our guests were fun so far. Yes,
2: yes, but these guys were also fun. So <laughs> fun, fun. Yes. So, ladies and gentlemen, it's it's test and tell. Yeah. Enjoy. We're talking with. Tess and Tell, Jerome Tell, and Tess Fries. How are you? Welcome to the podcast. We're
3: good. Thank you. Thanks for having us.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
2: This is our How first. are you? Um, we're, we're good. This is our first video podcast, so this is uh, this is an interesting uh, experiment. So.
4: Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: So Jerome, you've been doing Commodore music forever. Yeah. Yeah, you're
3: long time, so to speak.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I made the first uh, Commodore 64 uh, video game soundtrack when I was 14 years old. Uh, that's like a long time ago that, now. That is, <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. What, what game was that?
3: Uh, it was Hogeye, actually. Okay, it was released in uh, 1987. But mm-hmm. I made it,
2: it in 1986, 87. Yeah. Okay, so you've been at this for quite for quite a while, and I just realized I was. Uh... I was going through some information uh kind of trying to research up for this article and and you're you're one of those musicians where your music gets reused over and over and over again you know mm-hmm. so i i found out that that one of your songs was actually in a demo that i had done back ah, in cool. like 96 or something nice so you've been so you you've you get around you've you've you're one of the the big names in in the c64 scene
3: yeah well and uh, we'll say demo music scene to
2: speak. yeah de- Yeah. demo music in general because you do you're still doing that right you're still making music yeah, for games and demos
3: I still uh, attend to 64 meetings and stuff mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's pretty awesome yeah it's like uh, it's so cool that you know that scene is still active yeah, yeah right and it's actually very hardcore active you know the people are still there they will remain there forever I think
2: right right yeah and Tess, now you are a musician, you're a singer.
4: Yeah. And am dancer.
2: And dancer, yeah. With Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, how long have you been doing that?
4: Uh dancing or singing?
2: Either one, both. <laughs>
4: um well, uh singing, um actually I started um well well I was singing since I was a kid, you know, mm-hmm. like eat something, I don't know. Um but uh actually, when I started like really more um, um i would say professional uh mm-hmm. that's actually also when I was fourteen okay and uh, that's like the number I really um kinda like uh imagined being in the time when I really became kind of serious so
3: hmm, both fourteen that's yeah. interesting
4: mm. yeah <laughs> so, yeah
1: fourteen long long <laughs> yeah, so yeah.
0: And so, right now, you are working on making those styles together, mixing them up. That old retro gaming or you know oh, yeah. video gaming thing, and that I think it's called Eurodance
4: or something. Pixel
3: oh, Pop. Yeah, yeah, well, it's
4: okay, it's yeah.
3: Pop, actually. It's a mixture of, well, electro 8 bit. Um, well, we tried to throw in um, modern electric styles like Dubstep too. But uh, combining everything uh, with her singing, especially, yeah, yeah, she's very good with high notes and everything. And mm-hmm. it really matches the arpeggios and the 8-bit sounds very well. So we we'll tried uh-huh. to combine all okay. that, you know, <laughs> into a mix that we call Pixel Pop.
4: Yeah. So it's uh, basically, uh, we were uh, recording stuff, and um, I think maybe it was By the Sky, which is already released now and everything. Um then uh, I was thinking about the sound that I liked for uh, the music. And I couldn't come up with name. I was like, oh, you know, a pixel sound. And then and, uh, later, we just came up with pixel puppies. Okay. So.
0: so actually you are generating a new genre for music this way.
4: Yeah. It's something old, something new. And it's like the best from all the, the best from the new.
3: Oh,
4: yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah.
3: Really didn't want to uh, disclude, uh, exclude, exclude uh, like stuff like dubstep because I really adore that style. When it's good, of course. Yeah. Uh, the, not just going just dubstep or just chip music or just eight bit or just electro or just techno or yeah. trance or something, but just wide limits. Make it uh, like a big ball big soup, mm-hmm. and yeah, make very good dishes with it.
1: <laughs>
4: yeah. So
3: it's yes. all just
4: a combination.
2: Yeah. That's yeah, interesting because there's been a lot of. Um, and we've we've kind of talked about it here too, where there's been a lot of sampling and taking of the the older c sixty four stuff and putting it into current music and there was There was one a few years ago um Brianna. yes, yes yeah. exactly yeah, and you know
3: controversy
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, so there's a lot of kind of that retro sort of thing is is really in. And it's, yeah, it's... I know.
3: yeah, it's just amazing that you hear these beeps and blobs everywhere, mm-hmm. seriously—not just in electro stuff, but also like rock and stuff.
2: Right, right. Yeah,
3: just very interesting. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I can imagine it with electro and techno and all that, but you hear it in other styles too, like where you wouldn't expect it. So it's like a, it's become a niche, so to speak.
2: Right, right.
4: Which actually suggests why Pixel Pop is so kick-ass because (laughs) it's already like yeah it's already like it's yeah it's already out there we're just like putting it together
2: right right
3: yeah but really focus on that sound
2: actually Mm -hmm. it's it's kind of also in in um, regarding the computer itself as a as an instrument you know because for a lot of for quite a few years music that was made on a computer was not considered, you know, legit yeah, music.
3: That's that's one thing that always pissed me off so much because, you know, when I was doing the Commodore 64 music and Game Boy music and stuff, I mean, I had three channels to work with and I made it sound like music, you know, harmonies, melodies, drums, bass lines, everything, and really with structures like verses and choruses and everything. And people say, well, yeah, especially older people, like not the kids, they had to get used to that sound uh, but after the ringtone revolution, you know, people were getting used to this beepy thing. Mm-hmm. Um, they actually picked up on the sound, and I think really that also put uh, 8-bit sounds, chip sounds, a little bit more forward. Right, right. Well, I, I can remember.
0: I, I mean, I can remember that from my childhood when I was still living with my parents. My mom would say, "Could you please put the volume lower of that yeah. awful noise that your computer is making?" You know. And I was thinking, no mom, that's not, that's not awful noise, that's uh, C64 music, it's real music, look, so, uh, listen to that, it's, it's awesome, you can, you can even hear the instruments, you know.
3: Um, a lot of uh, younger people had a uh, passion for it, you know, especially Commodore 64 gamers and everything, and you know, people would actually buy games just for the music. <laughs> I remember exactly. I did that. I did that for one of Rob Hubbard's uh, thing on the spring I actually bought for just the music.
0: Hmm. Right, right. And um and interesting is also that um what I wanted to say is yes that nowadays more and more people from from back then those composers they are re releasing their stuff as um well you know Remix. orchestra music or remixes like I, you did I, with your run ten. Yeah especially. exactly.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, Chris Husbeck is doing that too. And uh, and right now as we talk, um, David Lowe, who is also called Uncle Art in the scene, is doing the same.
3: Okay, cool.
0: So so it's totally the thing. But but how did you actually get the idea of combining both? Was that something like ah uh, well we want to create something new or or well, what was that reason that you started well, well
3: inventing? The one thing was um, um, whenever I showed uh, Tess my music, she would actually instantly uh, sing ideas on top of it, and I thought like, "Whoa, this is a cool idea." With the music I made, uh, you know, with the Renoise and everything, very often I already used the arpeggios and stuff, the eight-bit sounds. Never stopped doing that, um, and you know, when I actually went through the songs with her, she was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, hey, hang on, we can make, it, I can make a song of this," you know. And yeah, that's actually the one thing missing from my music side. I always wanted to have a really good singer right there (laughs) and with exactly that voice. And it's really hard to get by, you know, just to get a good singer. And then, you know, finding her her also being a dancer, loving 8-Bit, by the way. I mean, she's like 23 years old. So for her to actually, um, you know, talk about games, Commodore 64 games before she was even born, you know, yeah. and being into that, that's cool. I mean, how do, you, how do you find a passion for that and someone with a great voice? Ah, mm. oh, you. Yeah, okay. so that's, it actually just happened, so to speak. But yeah. she had a kind of a premonition that that would happen, right? Oh, really?
4: <laughs> yeah, actually, uh, it's actually true. Uh, I don't know how deep I should go into that, but... Um, um. It was like um. um yeah. Again, I don't know how deep. But yeah. Well. Yeah. I kind of knew that I was gonna meet some musician. um Yeah. Yeah. I had a permission. Okay.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> permission? You can't explain, right? Well, actually, I can
4: explain. You know. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. So um. So after by the sky, which released in March, also on YouTube. Um, what are your future plans after that? Hmm. Uh, you want to
4: say it? Well, yeah, right now we're working on... Um, well, first of all, we're actually um, going to release uh, Battle Valley. That's a C64 remake. Yeah. Um, it's a game remake. Um, music, game music remake. And uh, that's going to be released... um uh, long was it? 8 May?
3: Kid of me. Kith yeah.
4: of May. And and yeah, um and uh yeah, and we're also working on a website. So we're gonna have an official website coming up soon. And then we're going to Yeah, we're working on a music video, um and a song. And you take it from here.
3: Yeah. Um yeah, about um a Battle rally thing that's gonna be released on tips and tricks for video game pioneers or something like yeah. that. It's a very weird name for an album, but it's um, so cool. remake album with Ben Douglas too. And um, actually, there's actually three songs of mine on there, but one of them actually features test Rice. It's mm-hmm. from the Commodore 64 game Battle Valley, and I remade it into a six to seven minute tune. Yeah. And yeah. Um, yeah, soon we'll release, well, uh, another tune and video. Um, yeah. Mention the name or not? Yeah,
4: should we yeah, let's do that. Okay, yeah. no one has yeah. Yeah. Okay, it's gonna be out soon. Yeah, come on, you know
1: yeah,
4: yeah it's uh spank me hard and call me Susan. That's the name. <laughs> okay,
1: uh, okay.
4: It's um uh that that's actually um yeah. Yeah, let let just speak for itself. Some- I'm kidding okay no, but, uh, it's, of course
3: it's um, kind of a, like a wink and a joke you know
4: yeah actually uh, um it was fun you <laughs> want to hear how it's uh, how we came up with that song yeah um, yeah
1: oh uh,
4: okay yeah um i think um you actually uh i think you said that to me mm-hmm. when we were like cuddling or something when we were yeah he, he said that to me and um and i was like you know that's pretty Um, good and then we just took it and then
3: we made a song of it and yeah yeah Yeah, and in the future uh, record uh, more songs uh, of course Uh, uh, hopefully at some point uh, soon uh, start a kickstarter project so we can actually uh, fund uh, recording music videos because that's a costly business and a timely business of course so you can really focus on the music and the video full time Instead of uh, having to worry about rent and all that stuff,
4: you know. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, but. Uh, so those are our future plans, basically.
1: Yeah.
0: So you are you are actually working on the Kickstarter campaign. So you should definitely tell us when you when it's coming out, so we could black it. Yes,
1: definitely. Yeah. And
0: um, <laughs> and you mentioned it. You also you also take part in that pledge reward for that. Um, I don't know actually what it was called again. Video game pioneers book thing, mm-hmm. right?
3: Uh, not what the book. Not, uh, it's mm-hmm. tips and tricks. Okay, it's an album. Yeah. But they called it weirdly enough Tips and Tricks for Video Game Pioneers or something. <laughs> tips. That- it's, it's such a weird name that I actually always, always say it wrong. But anyway, it's like.
4: Hinson?
0: Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, hints and tips for video game pioneers. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, I, thank just, you. I just looked it up because I pledged for yeah. it too yeah? <laughs> you did?
1: Okay,
0: cool. which is funny because Jeroen the other day he's, he sent me those files said, said like look at this and uh, I was like okay I already have those because I'm a baker you know <laughs> so um, yeah cool. so how was actually the reaction of the community to your pixel pop thing I really like
3: this? It's like um, we actually got very uh, positive uh, feedback from the you know the eight bit community, so to speak.
4: Yeah, and the synth scene actually. Yeah. Which yeah, was yeah, quite yeah. surprising because, um, well, I have uh, well, the the use um, they're very picky sometimes. It feels like, but you know, anyway, really good response. Um, yeah.
3: they, air, they aired it on radio, so that's. <laughs> That's nice. Yes, nice. it
4: seems to be like, like uh, Future Pop. Uh, um, people who like Future Pop, they like it. And synth Music, Like it goes in different styles, which is what we want to do, basically. We want to combine yeah. different styles and not just limit ourselves, but actually combine it to make our own thing on it.
3: Yeah. Pixel, uh, so, it's always like, uh, uh, with music, I always said that like, it's really... Um, Difficult to be put into one genre, and then you're bound there, you know? Yeah. That's it. You just make that. You you make that, you know? You make that. Yeah. And that's it. No, just you want to... No? Be, you just do our you our don't, don't want to be addressed in one thing. So one thing... we is, can't. Yeah, you, you can't call us electro, you can't call us uh, pop, you can't call us... Uh, Pixel? You can't call us dubstep or something, you know? It's like a combination of that. So... I thought the best, uh, well, we thought the best way to actually do it is to call it pixel pop, and then, you know, we can... Then claim
4: our music through that instead.
3: Yeah, instead of being, okay, you're, you you make dubstep, you're dubstep now. Yeah. You know? Or you're mm-hmm. electro, you're electro now. Yeah,
4: I never fit in in any kind of style anyway, so it's like, yeah, well, you know, like, why follow trends when you can create them? So, yeah. hi
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
4: <laughs>
0: so so you actually generated pixel pop because you didn't want to be stuffed in a corner and then oh, you thought oh, like oh let's let's do our I, own stuff.
3: I just realized that uh, that is actually a very good uh, reason. <laughs> it's not the reason we did that but that's a very good reason.
4: We're doing something uh, we're bringing something old with something new. And then you know, mixing that into a combination of an old new mix, retro motherfucking modern shit, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Pixel pop. Yeah, you can censor that. But, you know, nah. honest shit. So that's yeah. yeah,
3: an American uh, broadcast.
2: So yeah, exactly. We, <laughs> we don't. <laughs> we don't censor.
0: Well, actually, actually, Apple never censored our. Our thing. But that's right, yeah. On I on iTunes they always put up the full thing. So I guess we are fine. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay,
4: yeah. so now just for quarter, like let's all just do like your know, motherfucking shit more fucking. No, mess. no, no, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: We were appropriate. Yes.
4: <laughs> always
2: appropriate. Well, um so I'm interested in how the how the recording process works because I've I've not I've never done you know, a, a scene music, nothing like that. I've I've edited some stuff in Voice Tracker, which is about the extent. And and I look and there's numbers, and I I have no idea what I'm doing. But I have done. I, I have you know. I I used to be a drummer, and I've done some in studio stuff. So I you know, I've got like a general idea of usually how the recording process would work for music. Now, when you do this, because it's not just it's not just C64 demo music that you're that you're using. You're using different instruments and 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 um...
3: yeah, VST instruments, uh, all kinds of compressors and everything. But the right. main program I use at least is Renoise. Okay. I track all the music, and you know, with that, it's like uh, most people use Cubate or Pro Loops, or whatever. I use Renoise because I'm really used to uh, programming all the music. Mm-hmm. I actually programmed all the 6 for music, but I'd like to have control over every single detail of the note, and Reno is per- A tracker is perfect for that.
2: Right.
4: He grew up on Harmony Street, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the control
3: freak, yeah, yeah, it was really nice to have full control. And uh
4: Not kidding, by the way. He actually did. Yeah, he oh. did grow up there. <laughs> <laughs> we have I grew
3: up on Harmony Street. But. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, okay, well... When the music is, um, well, it's not finished, I mean, when the music structure is there, within Renoise itself, you can actually record the vocals, which is awesome. It's actually, uh, it's a little bit um, different way than, you know, you would do it in Cubase or something, like a standard recording thing, but it works. Hmm. It works really well, too. Like, uh, I can just um, take the part, for example, that she has to sing, and keep that looping for... Fifty times, and she can sing it. Sing it fifty times, and yeah, can,
4: hopefully right. You know, yeah, and then
3: <laughs> all the times I've done
4: it wrong for like fifty times, like, Ugh!
3: <laughs> yeah. and then you can <laughs> cut out the good stuff, you know. Right, uh right. Yeah, but it's really nice to work like that, uh, in a way, because there's so much control um, that you have. We literally can control literally every every little tiny to... Yeah.
4: Yeah, night
3: hawks. When the birds go to sleep, uh, wake up, then we go to sleep. Yeah, that's actually true. <laughs> always
4: like that. First bird, and you're like, okay, sure. Okay,
3: we're about when the first birds start chirping and stuff, then start singing, then we know it's like, to good go night time. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah.
4: <laughs> did we ask the question or did we go from a, a, a well, yeah. complete that new was,
2: No, that was that was a that was a good answer. Yeah, that was that was exactly what I was I was asking because I'm used to <laughs>
4: Not
2: the birds and shit. Well, no. Well, that's that's usually when you you do your recording. Is it you know? I always did that that night. Yeah. When you're inspired Exactly right. Yeah. Which yeah. whenever that happens to be. Yeah. So now, do you make a whole like? Um, do you make a whole song f- with the 64 first, and then kind of work around that, or do you just make the sounds and like sequence them? Yeah, exactly. Device. Yeah, that,
3: that's uh, the Commodore 64 sounds will be like uh, sampled mm-hmm. and used. Uh, that's the easy way to actually do it. Um, there are Commodore 64 emulators and stuff, uh, but you know, not, not really genuine. You know, mm-hmm. you can still hear it synthesized or something. It's, they're really they're pretty good ones, and there's also some um, uh, there's like a hard set thing. Right. They're actually, that's a real um, a real SIT. The SIT chip is the sound chip the Commodore 64, for those who don't know. And actually, the the hard set actually has the that chip on the
2: print itself, so you can actually use the real SIT. Hmm. Hey, like, has no, got one of them. Sorry, what? I said Jurek's got one of them.
0: I've got it, yes,
4: that's true. <laughs> do, do you mean like how we do music together, or do you mean like how the Commodore 64 stuff is done?
2: Well, no, no.
3: I, I, basically, you, want to it, how, it, you first make it on the Commodore 64, and then go
2: on. right, That's right. Or if it. you just make the the, the sounds and, and then sequence them in in other yes. software.
3: Yes, exactly.
2: And and yes. are you a? Uh, do you use the the an actual 64 to do the sounds, or, or do you do it well, in an emulator? It.
0: The set is. Is the device with real? Because because Jürg is
2: kind of a kind of a, an audio snob for the 64. You know, he says if it's not on a SID, it doesn't sound right. You, true.
3: <laughs> you can hear it. You can hear that it's uh, emulated. You know, mm-hmm. so there's something really quirky about the SID chip. Um, this is like a very old design from uh, Bob Giannis. and he actually there's some bleed uh, in the. The sit chip, which Mm -hmm. means some of the circuits, they give off a certain uh, electricity pulse, which makes it a very unique uh, sound, yeah, very unique sit sound, and you can't emulate that almost. Mm. Actually, there's like a different version of the sit chip around, (laughs) so every release sounds a little bit different too. So right, but uh, you know, there's just multiple ways of doing it, but uh, yeah, I'd like to use the original sounds. All right, it's better. It's more authentic. Yes.
0: We should we should mention here, you, you even got rewarded. You got a reward in 1989 for yeah. Turbo Outrun being yeah. the best 8-bit video game sound in this year.
3: Yeah, and it was the only yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was re- cool almost uh, almost everything was 8-bit at the time, so that was a pretty uh, cool mm-hmm. reward. Yeah. <laughs> award.
4: you have more awards? I'm doing awards.
3: Um, yeah, but not for that. No,
4: still, okay. Well, I got none.
0: I got no awards. Yeah, so. yeah.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, it's a good interview, you know?
1: Yeah. <laughs> well,
0: maybe she should she should, should send us an award, an award sometimes. Yeah, they yeah. should get yeah. the interview award.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. yeah you should, because you're always uh, you're very active in the scene, you know? You interview a lot of people, right? That's yeah.
0: true, yeah.
4: You <laughs> like, a huge list of yeah. things
0: that's that's actually true, that's true, yeah more more than than we ever thought we would would have like um like um Charles Martinet, the Mario voice guy we had the last mm. time on the show yeah, that's that that really was cool. pretty pretty impressive, yeah yeah
1: yeah,
0: interesting thing is, I was looking at the stuff Tess um was doing, and I realized you always use those I don't know, finger extensions with the lights
3: on the Light top fans. or something. Is, um, I mean her light fans. You mean my yeah. light
4: fans? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's gonna be a big part, I guess, of our act too. Uh, a lot of light fans dancing. Need some fixing right now, but uh, um, but yeah, it's um, yeah, really cool stuff, seriously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh Oh, I just love it. It's like so many different colors. So vibrant and, uh, and that lights, yeah,
2: for the world. <laughs>
4: mm-hmm. Interesting.
2: Yeah, yeah, you could you could put someone's eye out with those things too.
4: No, no, right? <laughs> yeah. No he gets it. Okay. Yeah. Um
0: self defense mm-hmm. weapons.
2: Yeah, exactly. It's
4: all for protection guys. I'm kidding. Oh, um, yeah.
0: but it seems to be one of your um, key things because I see a lot of videos you did, right? You, you uh, like to, yeah. you, you like to use it a lot, actually.
4: Yeah, of course. I mean, uh, it's really fucking beautiful. So yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm like a total fan of uh, Tron, you know, and like Blade Runner, you know, like those visuals, else that they have. It's like when I saw those movies, uh, which by the way wasn't that long ago. Then I was like, oh my god, like really fucking beautiful. Like oh my god, like LEDs and light and yeah.
3: Yeah. Space and...
4: Yeah, space. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's like, Sacred geometry. Yeah, sacred geometry, like patterns, you know? Like, yeah. and... You know, man, you know? Like,
3: Computers, technology, yeah. lights, lights, all that. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm.
4: yeah. What? That's the shit. <laughs> <So> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love that's like
2: also that. kind of a big part of, of um, rave culture, too, I would imagine. You know, because yeah. there's a lot of yeah. light sticks and things like that, you know? And, <laughs>
4: They took it. It stole it. Bitches. No, no, no. <laughs> no okay, no, no. But yeah, it's true. Actually, it's a hmm. big part
2: there too. Yeah, and I've seen Jerome use something similar um when he's done some live stuff. Um I saw a video from Assembly. I don't know. I don't remember what year it was. And you were doing a live performance, and you had the the hand hand lights. I don't know what they're called. Uh, they're yeah, finger lights. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: I think yeah, it was Assembly
0: the...
3: 2012 or something. Was it? 2012, yeah. It, mm. uh, real end of
1: 2012.
3: Mm. Um, yeah, I uh, mimicked the melodies with my hand in the sky just to uh, spice up the actual mm-hmm. instead of just uh, mixing stuff on my, uh, my laptop.
1: Right.
3: and I kind of think it looks really cool, especially with um, the VJ in the background, you know, the Seaman. Mm.
4: Um, <laughs> Love that name, by
3: the way. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's a, it's a visual match-up, you know, to the to the pixel music thing. Right. A lot of lights, too. <laughs> it's like, I really like the combination of having, um, yeah, you know, uh, well, let's say pixelated music and pixelated graphics. Yeah.
1: Right. yeah it's
3: just, it matches like, a, a really, people really, it's like a cult, it's like a cult in a way, you know?
1: Mm-hmm.
3: It's like, um, kids, uh, they like it. I mean, look at Minecraft, It sold for, that company has been sold for two and a half billion just because of pixelated game called Minecraft. <laughs> Right, it's the most popular game amongst children, you know, young children, and that's like this is where eight-bit becomes really
2: popular again, you know. Right, there's a lot of um, there's a whole generation growing up with it now. Right,
4: so there's many mediums for it.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of games that um, that kind of emulate that that eight-bit style with the, you know, the pixelated characters, and and I mean, if you look at the you know, like an app, the app store for for iPhones or or for even the computers itself. It's there's half the games look like they were made on a Commodore sixty four. Exactly. You know, Flappy birds, stuff like that.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I'm actually doing. Um, I can't mention the title though because it's confidential. But I'm actually doing music for a game that actually features those pixel graphics. Hmm. Cool. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Always oh, on fire. <laughs> yeah,
0: but it's not a starter.
3: Uh um, that is gonna be on Kickstarter, I think. Oh, it's gonna be on Kickstarter. Uh, that's not that's not my thing. It's like not ah. my project, but I do the audio.
0: Hmm. Ah, great. So another thing I have to bake or something. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry.
3: Well, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't mention it uh, in public right now. Of
0: course, of course, no problem. Well, it's it's interesting because if you look up on on um, Kickstarter or something. Those things are exploding with retro games and music CDs and orchestra and whatever. So I think with your new style, that pixel um, pop, you totally, you totally come in the right moment. You know. Oh you, yeah. 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 yeah.
4: Um, oh. But but, but, I, but I but I you do say that like. Um why do you really think that? Is that because it's blossoming uh, basically in the Kickstarter scene, or no, no,
3: just uh, the whole retro thing, the whole eight-bit thing, and pixels just yes. get really hot. I mean,
4: I mean the last five, the last
0: five years. I mean we have mentioned it a couple of times in our podcast. Like almost every time in the last five years, at least here in Germany, everybody wants to 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 relive the old times of the eighties and nineties. You know. Yeah. Oh hell yeah! So it's the kind of. It's kind of, well, generating a memory, you know, or bringing those memories back. And I think this is what also makes it successful, because people who replay us back then, they remember parts of the music, even though it's something new. You reuse old stuff in a good way. That's-
2: well, retro is so in at this point. You know, everybody, there's all these, you know, reviewers online doing retro stuff, and there's these games that are looking retro, or companies that are re-releasing their games from years ago. You yeah. know, they're remastering or, or doing whatever to them. So there's this real kind of um, grasp towards this this niche of retro stuff. So in, in that respect, you know, this fits perfectly because it's taking that retro the, the, the sound and the, the, the music that is considered retro, but turning it into something completely new that can be Consumed by a whole new group of 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 people.
1: Yeah,
4: masses. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's awesome. Hmm. That's do you, exactly. you recognize? Do you recognize that uh, retro um, thing in the visuals too? Like in the music video, or is it the sound, or is it both, or? I
2: in the, in the video for are you, are you talking about your video? Um.
4: Yeah, the music video. Yeah, for yeah,
2: a, absolutely. There was there was parts of it where. It felt yeah. like I was watching watching a demo, you know. That's yeah, cool. That's good.
4: Okay. <laughs> I guess that's cool. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Believe me. <laughs> okay. She's not from the
3: demo scene, but.
2: Uh, okay.
0: She's... Well, well, she's getting there. Maybe in the long yeah. run, who
2: knows? Yeah. Just yeah. don't don't show her any of mine because that will totally <laughs> lower her expectations.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, you are NTSC anyway, so... Yeah. So I don't I don't but... count.
2: I don't
3: count. <laughs> <clears throat> <clears throat> that's geek talk.
0: I know. Yeah, yeah, I know. yeah. Uh, he's he's too fast on his machine. Yeah, yeah,
3: To be to be even
0: more geeky, yeah,
3: <laughs> he heard all the Commodore 64 music at 60 hertz instead of 50.
2: I did, and and you know it, it messed me up because when I finally heard it uh, through an emulator or through like you know the High Voltage Sid collection, everything sounds too slow. Yeah, every, every, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm used to this being super fast, and now I'm listening yeah, exactly. to it, and it's like, come on, speed it up, let's go.
4: That's the world in my eyes, you know, uh, or ears, or whatever you know. ADHD, like everything's Oh, <laughs> yeah. Seriously, that's why I kick ass at um. Was it a tennis game we played? We played. Um, we had a projector um against the wall. Mm. Well, so we could you know we played like uh, on an old machine thing.
1: Yeah,
3: and then
4: I kicked everyone's ass on tennis.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's
3: like a video uh, geo okay. machine, um, and it's like this Japanese tennis game. <laughs> and she kicked ass.
4: Yeah, because it's you have to be so fucking fast. Yeah, <laughs> so fast.
3: Couldn't keep up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, wonderful. So, um, if I understood this right, you are both doing your new thing, your pixel part, but um, you're also doing separated projects still.
3: Um, yeah,
0: basically so. So, there will always be a uh, test stuff and J- Jeroen's stuff and the uh, thing together,
3: yeah. Exactly, I'd like okay. to focus on the thing together though, yeah. yeah. And if that really picks up, then you know, we can really focus on that, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. But, um, um, yeah, that's like this is also where Kickstarter could come in really handy that you can just focus on just, just doing that,
4: yeah. I mean, imagine it's like uh, any kind of relationship, okay. Uh, Madam, boyfriend, girlfriend. Just for uh, comparison or something. They can be together and they can be kick ass together. But you know, they should still have a fucking life. You know, like you can't <laughs> just be one fucking unit. You have to have something for yourselves too. I mean, as long as you you don't, yeah, you sh- you should bring something unique to it. Both of you should have a life. So yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: That's well, I mean.
4: Music. I think
3: it's a very good thing to actually have your own thing too, so yeah, you yeah. can bring some inspiration to yeah, you other. If yeah. you're always doing stuff together, only the, the two of you, then the inspiration can run out easily, you know.
4: But it can also be a good way, um, for instance, I, uh, when I'm uh, doing something, I like working on uh, the music video right now for like my hard and season then I um, actually need that time to do it like to come up with new ideas like I really need to devote myself entirely to um, to one thing because then I am draw like all kinds of powers to it and um, yeah you know ADHD I need to like really fucking focus on one thing that yeah. works too so yeah a combination I
2: guess yeah and now and now okay. Tess does the you do the videos for the music that's that's, that's your
4: uh, yeah, mostly right now yeah
0: Yeah. No, I'm just asking because I think I think when you when you put two music musicians together totally different styles like in your case you know generating something new and you always have your fan crowd you know you have the fan crowd of Tess you have the fan crowd of Jeroen and then if you only do stuff together it could happen that your fans say, well, I miss those old times, you know, those, those old styles, you know, what happens, what what happened to Tess's old music style, you know, why she's not doing it anymore, or why is Yerun not doing it anymore? And that is why, why, that is why I ask this question, if you're still doing things separately. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. yeah we are. I just received a song from uh, uh, Redline, and uh, that's like, the synth pop or electro more, um, and, um, That's just you. Yeah, that's just me. So it's, uh, but yeah, there's a combination that works. Uh, But I think the most important thing is that you also do something that you love. You know, you can't just like slave for others because, you know, like I actually like to say, put it this way like, um, I want to give people what they want, but I don't want to uh, uh, do what is expected of me. You know, like Mm -hmm. that's actually a really important balance there.
1: Right.
0: Reinventing yourself every time.
4: Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, especially not feeling uh, too much driven to do something that you might not feel inspired for.
4: Yeah, not that and box.
3: I know there's, um, you know, um, some artists uh, are just in it for the money and they will do whatever a producer says uh, yeah. without asking questions or uh, having any artistic input. Yeah, and basically slave for the producer. So just to get, uh, you know, uh, the pop music out and get famous.
4: And you can hear that in the recordings, it's like yep. really commercial and you're like, oh, where's the feeling?
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it
4: can be kick-ass on that, on that scene, but that's not what we're doing, uh, at least.
3: Yeah, I think um, it's also with uh, all the computer music I wrote, I always kept focus on making it really good music, but really having my edge, you know, my own thing. <clears throat> Like uh, most people say, it, "Thank God." Uh, when it's ruined, you can always tell. <laughs> it's like a very, there's like a, there's like a thing in my music that you can hear. It's me. All
2: right What
3: exactly that is, that's uh, I don't know, but it's there. I mean, I can hear it myself, and I also hear it when people copy it, which is also awesome when that
1: happens.
4: <laughs> that's really nice when you like if you have a musician that you really like, and you know that they have their sound. That's that's that's. That's something I really like when it comes to musicians. It's original, it's something unique for them. Mm-hmm.
3: And also, in like we do now is like uh, there's a lot of input from me, a lot of input from her, a lot of fighting about it. <laughs> That's part of the creative process, always, you know.
4: Yeah, you got to fight. I
3: think if you don't fight uh, to a fight. little during right. a product, then you know, it, it's good to have to fight to get the edges off, you know. Yeah. Right. It actually, yeah, it gets polished because of it in a way. Mm-hmm.
1: First, 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 you
3: know, first, it's untangled, and then it becomes something of the two of you. you know, like, instead of instead of me being dominant in the production or she being dominant in the production, it's like the best of both worlds. Then,
4: you know, like how the air is like after a big storm. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah, light, yeah. The air after a lightning storm, uh, thunderstorm. Everybody knows that air, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
4: That's
0: when it's finished. Open for activities. Yeah. But but as I said, it's good if if you see people um, people are copying you because then you think it's good because people like it. But in your case, as you as you now generated that pixel pop, you wouldn't like somebody to totally
3: copy it. You know? Yeah, I would. I mean, the the best compliment is being copied. Yeah. Seriously mean that!
4: Yeah, of course. I mean, that's that's the whole pixel thing, pixel pop. Isn't it? Yeah, it's open for so many different things. So, yeah. and seriously,
3: the best compliment you can get is being copied. That's the truth.
0: But but there there are also lawsuits, you know.
3: No, I'm, I'm not talking. I'm not talking about copying the music per se. You know, not the music itself, but, but the style. use style. Yeah.
1: style. Yeah,
3: that's yeah. what I'm saying. if, they, if they, they start copying your style, then you're I don't know, yeah on a good track, I think.
4: Yeah, I used it for instance.
3: not sampled music like uh, Nelly Furtado, Timberland <laughs> did, and then a song of it, right, number right. one hit, and not being the original composer, Glenn Ruin and mm-hmm. Remember him? Yep, yep. Yeah, we
0: had, yeah. A bit, we had a discussion about that case in our first podcast.
3: Okay, well, actually. Not that, that, let's not go there, but I think it's like really weak of uh, a really multi-multi-multi-millionaire to actually steal something. Uh, say well, it's just some game music or some Commodore, uh, Commodore, blah blah, computer music, and I made it into something big where the whole song is actually nothing but those chords, right? And they and a beat on top. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: That's all, and then you know they started singing on top of it. So that's that's uh, plagiarism. Is that? yeah, plagiarism. It was, yeah, plagiarism. Yeah, uh, but, you know, but having the style copied, that's cool. You yeah, actually
0: could be a, bad,
4: yeah.
3: and I hope it will happen
4: yeah.
3: a lot. <laughs> you actually
0: could be a beatboxer. I just realized. I am. <laughs> he actually did
4: that on the X. Uh, what was he called? X 2014. Yeah, he actually went up uh, on the then started beatboxing, and everyone was like, yeah. <laughs> "This is so fucking cool." <laughs>
0: so beatboxing pixel pop—that's the next
3: time coming up. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> maybe. That's one of my three to be working, but yeah. I haven't used it for Pixel Pop yet.
4: To be a kick-ass intro, maybe.
0: But but if you do, I want the credit for it, for the idea. <laughs>
4: no, yeah,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Great, great. <clears throat> yeah. So, I don't know, AJ, do you have any questions left?
4: Don't um, uh, so know, bra size, anything, no? Oh, bra size, his both size are mine? I'm kidding. <laughs>
2: what
4: about you guys? What's your boss size? I'm kidding.
2: I'm running about a. Uh, I think I'm running an A cup.
3: Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I
0: guess I guess shirtless uh, recording is forbidden or something.
3: <laughs>
0: is it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Be- better, better not not to try it not, not to try to find it out. Shirtless. Take it up, take it up. <laughs> yeah, um, it's just interesting talking about dresses because I'm seeing right now that actually Jaron um, is wearing a Space Invaders T-shirt or something, or or is it Here? Pac-Man or something? Pac-Man. No, I mean in the video. In the video. Video, yeah, oh, okay.
3: Those are the Pac-Man, go- the Pac-Man ghosts.
0: Yeah, Pac-Man ghosts.
1: Yeah. Just
0: realized that.
3: Yeah. Awesome. <laughs>
0: Hidden yeah. messages in the video. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's
1: that's I mean
3: seriously, I you can't get more iconic than Pac-Man, Space Invaders, uh well of course Pong, but um Lemmings.
1: Uh,
2: <laughs> I wouldn't even Lem- say
3: that's not it's, <laughs>
2: but it's fun, though,
3: with the, the the real the games like Donkey Kong, Mario, you know, those are sort the of real yeah. hardcore yeah things that everybody knows, See, even you know, if you never played Pac-Man, you know what, even if you're uh, five years old, you know who Pac-Man is. Of course, you know yeah. Like that.
0: My grandma- my grandfather loved Lemmings though. Loved it, so. <laughs> Wait,
2: who
1: is Lemmings?
2: No, lemmings is a
3: game with little creatures that, um, well, you, you, they, they build and they dig and you give them commands to do stuff to actually guide them to the end of the level.
1: Okay, without, so them, like without, without, them, okay. without them,
3: without them, without dying too much. You start with uh, I think uh, eighty lemons all the time, something like that. 100 um, actually, 100. It's a hundred. It's actually. a fun game. Seriously, that's one. Seriously, one of the uh, the most uh, one of my favorite games at the time. I really played it a lot. And that so, is okay. not
0: because it was the last commercial game you did the music for, right?
3: Uh, On yeah, the two sixty four uh, nineteen uh, ninety four, actually. Yes. I think one of the last uh, game releases on the Commodore 64 ever. Or yeah. Professional. Well,
0: the the last one was Mayhem in Monsterland, actually. Okay. okay. But it was well, the same year. It was the same. Okay.
4: Year. Yeah. Yeah. Monsterland.
3: That's cool. It was uh, Psychosis who did it, actually. That's also exactly cool. very good. Very good memory. Yeah. Well, I worked for them, so. Wow. <laughs> so, <laughs> I did the music for it, so. Yeah.
0: Right. Hmm. It's actually interesting because it's a game that was told to be not possible technically on the C64. Yeah, because uh,
3: only for 8 sprites and to have 80 lemmings uh, running around uh, will be impossible. Somehow... Nothing uh, is impossible. Well, well, yeah, I agree. On the Commodore 64, nothing is impossible. I mean, there's always always people who find tricks to do something that seems impossible. I mean, if you see the demos these days of Commodore 64, I'm like... (laughs) Mind blown! And
4: we have a really cool idea also about the, the LED thing. Well there's a lot you can do visually with the Commodore 64 too. Right. You know, that's all that. Okay. Ah! That the possibilities. Yeah, like you said, you can do a lot. So, yeah.
3: What about the outfit? I mean, I love that shirt with the, um, yeah, with the Pac-Man ghosts. <laughs> that's
0: interesting, yeah. And um, actually, the background you have right now in yeah. the video, it seems to be... Oh, is yeah. it from the video too?
3: No. Or something? No? no, no it's uh, uh, The background for video, that's all uh, her work, but it's nothing... I think the backgrounds weren't filmed, no.
4: Wait, are we talking about music the video? Music
3: video, yeah. But this background was not used in the music video. It looks like it, though. It looks like, yeah. It's uh, Galaxy stars.
4: Yeah, did we do it nicely? Did it off so well? Okay, <laughs> no, but um, yeah, that's different. Yeah.
0: No, that's just that's animation, In the yeah. CGI, animation. I guess yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, mm-hmm.
1: right.
2: Yeah, there was definitely qualities of of demos that I saw in 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 that. That was, you know, there was a spot where there were kind of vector things flying around and. They really kind of captured that, and even even the beginning when it's just uh, when it's her silhouette dancing. There, there's been a couple of demos where they've done something like that, and yeah, yeah it's very well done.
3: that was a demo. Okay.
0: You mean maybe you mean Wildfire? Be- because that was converted to the C64 afterwards. Okay. Just a girl. Dancing like a silhouette. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But
3: anyway, the main point yeah. is that what he said. what AJ said it's like uh, yeah, there's, there's been a lot of uh, well, a lot of there's been demos with silhouettes dancing, and that really kind of refers to that.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh, so the, say, music video. You really inspired me. Now, actually, I have more uh, scenes with silhouette stuff that I can totally edit. So <laughs> I like, get <getting> really inspired. Bye <laughs> guys. I'm just gonna edit some. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. I really inspired.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So uh, we are totally analyzing the video here. There are so many hidden yes, messages, at, details into that. At second ah, 45,
2: uh-huh. in the second minute, there's
1: <laughs>
2: frame, <laughs> well, frame well, 2000 think... of the video. There's a, there's a <laughs> dot in the...
4: <laughs> we have a true out here. <laughs> <laughs>
3: but okay, she's been working on that music video for
2: so many
3: months and putting so much effort and detail into everything. It's like uh, quite incredible. I wouldn't have no. the patience for that. I think it's like just for like three seconds of video. Working for like two, three days on it, mm-hmm. it's like kind of sick. Yeah, <laughs> That's actually true. Yeah, but I like results. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah.
3: So, um,
0: well, so so I guess I guess in the future you want to release more, and and you was you would, yeah sorry. You would also have to work on on how often you want to release stuff, you know? That's also a key point. I mean, if you take so long on each video, that could be an issue. Yeah, that is an issue.
3: That is an issue, but um, I think um, Mm -hmm. when she started working on the music video, she started learning a lot of other programs like After Effects and combining them with
1: Premiere
4: it some time in the beginning. I mean, yeah. uh, once you get used to it and you find a workflow that works. God, now I sound like really fucking hardcore professional. <laughs> <kinda> hard. Well, <laughs> the thing is, you find, like, you, yeah, you, you work with different things and then you find something that works and then it gets so much easier the next time. You know how to organize everything, you know, like, once you've done it once, you know, it's, it doesn't take that long next time. And uh, you know how to do it, like how to prepare everything and everything.
3: Still takes hard work, though, but it's yeah. It's more in the flow of knowing what you do. yeah You're having in your head what you want to do, and then getting it out there. I mean, that's the same thing for I think most art forms. Just like
1: yeah. you
3: have it in your head, and now it has to be out there, you know, and that also, takes some I'm... kind of technique. You have to understand the technique. You have to yeah, and, and get that flow where what you have in your head is not distorted throughout the, using the techniques yeah that's I mean seriously that's always been a big deal
4: and improvisation
3: and I think that's for every artist doesn't matter what it is if it's painting or making music or playing the violin or making a music video
4: yeah. or dancing you have to I'm not limited by time at all I am I would rather say like uh, okay if I would uh, if I want to be finished like at a certain time I love to challenge myself so you know just give me dates. I'm kidding. No, but um, I'm like... Yeah, that would not limit me. So uh, it could just become better and better. So, you know, yeah. It's,
3: it's all good, man. But we want to release it faster.
4: <laughs> yeah.
3: That's for sure.
2: Right, so you have one one track out that, that came out about a month ago, uh, beginning yeah. of March. Actually, I guess that'll be yeah. almost two months ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the next one, when... When is oh I I get to I get to say this? When does that track drop?
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, eighth of May. Eighth of uh, May again. Battle Valley. Right. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, you announced it on your Facebook page actually.
2: Okay.
4: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Now, you said you said um, Tessa's video editing the new music video. Oh
4: yeah, that's what Spank, yeah. me, <laughs> Spank
3: me Hard and Call <laughs> Me Season. Thank Me Hard and Call Me Season. Yeah. (laughs) That's the one. So you work on a music video for that right now. Okay. Uh release the song and the music video at the same time. Again. Yeah. like like the other one. I think that's actually like most fun because otherwise the things are taking up context, I think. Right. Yeah,
4: it's like kinda like a uh, live performance. I mean have a lot going on, like like, yeah. It's better that way. I
2: think. So you're not looking to like do a release like a full Album, album of of yeah, music.
3: yeah we are
4: here yeah, we, we are we're building it, but you know, yeah, we're working yeah. on
3: I think on and off uh, I think about eight to nine tracks, mm-hmm. which will be for an album, um, yeah, I think yeah okay, so that will be an album, okay, uh, but I really like the combination of video and uh, music mm-hmm. together right now,, especially since we have the opportunity to do so,
1: right, yeah.
0: I mean there are a lot of um uh, video DVDs with music on it. I mean music video DVDs, you know, are there? Yeah. I mean I mean I I got one <laughs> from Am- I got I got one from Amazon, Amazon Japan from the Sega Sound Team, you know. Because back in the 80s and 90s the Sega had their own band, you know, and they had they had live recordings from yeah, their know.
3: gigs. Huh. I know that in um, Japan, you know, video game music hits the charts. That's the way it yeah, is. Yeah.
1: yeah, that's actually true.
3: It's like uh, video games in Japan are so such a big part of their culture. It's just you can't even, you can't even imagine it. It's oh, yeah. nothing. It's getting a bit of culture here too. Well, better culture, a lot of culture, but there it's like it's woven into the whole the the, the whole culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and not not young people, just everyone. Seriously, everyone. And they have
4: really sexy gifts, by the way, if you're into that, you know, <laughs> animations. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah, that's woven into their culture, too. That's
4: my kind of form, man. So
1: you actually
0: should move to Japan and make a gig there. Hmm? So you actually should go to Japan and make a gig there.
4: Oh, I performed in Tokyo, so yeah. You did? Uh, yeah, I did.
1: Okay.
4: <laughs> no, but I have a geek of geeks. Come on, you know. Um, so yeah, I'm pretty cool.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. All set, man. So, so yes. now, so now you have your new idea, making um, a music video DVD, not just an audio album.
3: Uh, that yeah. would be a good idea, but, you know, making, let's say, 12 music videos, that will take a long time. That's not something you can just do, you know. Yeah,
4: so you have a point there that, yes, it takes time. <laughs> so, then yeah.
3: it takes, I think, too long and would take too long to actually do nothing Nothing but that, you know. Right.
4: Yeah, but it depends. Uh, it has to
3: be, like, releasing the music and then maybe later make a few clips to them. That, that's, like,
4: and that's why
3: you... music videos, that's a lot of work. Okay. Yeah.
4: Yeah, a lot of fun. It's not like work to do it. Yeah, like, okay, yeah, you know, yeah, it I takes to... a lot of time and stuff. Yeah, like if I
3: mean.
4: you, that's what I mean. If you want to, uh, well, yeah, like the way I do it, at least because um, you yeah, know so many details. You want to write. You don't want to like come, uh, come, uh, com- uh, com- uh, not compensate. What's the, uh, the word? You don't want to compromise. Compromise. Yeah, you don't want to compromise that. Um, so yeah.
3: You don't want to compromise uh, quantity for quality. Yeah. Com- well, yeah. yeah, basically, yeah.
4: Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Quality is everything. Quantity is something m- well, it can can be something, but if the you can't c- compromise your quality. Right. That means not every
0: not every music that you will put on the DVD will have a video in the end
2: result.
3: Hmm. Well. Well, you, you're actually talking about the DVD.
2: Uh, he's, stu- yeah. he, he's stuck on the DVD. Thank you. <laughs> no, no.
0: <laughs> no, no. Thank you. I mean, you are releasing an album, and since you said you want to make eight tracks on it, but you can't make a video well, for tracks, all of them,
3: right? The full album will be like 12 tracks or something, 10 to 12. But uh, we we're actually working on eight uh, tracks right now, <clears throat> like on and off, you know? There's like ideas for them, yeah. and we worked some really far out and some are not so far out yet
4: yeah
3: so yeah
4: but mostly focusing on Spank My Heart and Call Me See Something yeah right Mm -hmm. now and website
0: great yeah well hopefully hopefully this will be the next big thing on on Facebook now that you mention it so (laughs) often and this special title I think people will love it yeah yeah great great
2: yeah, so so and and the the tracks are are for sale. People can buy the the track and download them. Yeah, uh, yeah. where can where can they get that?
3: Uh, uh, well, we originally released it on CD Baby dot com, but it's also available because they publish it on I think everywhere.
4: It's Bandcamp. It's uh, iTunes. It's um, Spotify. It's um, supposed to be on Rhapsody, but they made the mistake there. But anyway. Um, yeah, um, you can buy it at uh, Bandcamp and money. Just go to our YouTube, uh, YouTube video and you can see the link. So
1: okay.
3: Yeah, if you just uh, say, say Taz and Tell," buy this guy, and in yeah. the description there's like where you can get it, easy. Yeah. Okay. You can also freely download it and stuff, but you know. Yeah, okay. But we don't,
4: <laughs> we don't, we don't,
2: we don't want to do that.
4: <laughs> just.
2: People want the high yeah. quality version that you you know that that is is you have to pay for. So
0: of course, of course. Yeah.
4: Support our rent, man. Yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> I mean, I mean, what is special about Jeroen Especially is you are constantly cranking out something on SoundCloud. You are very active on SoundCloud,
3: actually. Well, I'm not extremely active, but I try to release now and then because you know, it's uh, fun. Uh, yeah. Uh, and it's good at it. you needs, you know. It's like a chicken has to lay his egg one, once in a while, <laughs> even if it's non-commercial, you know, just...
4: I heard that he's a chicken now. Oh.
3: Yeah. <laughs> no. I'm always chicken. No. Well,
4: Easton was over.
3: Okay. Yeah, it was, uh, it's fun to release uh, music that, you know, came from inspiration and... Just Thomas sung. eggs? I actually made this uh, song 23 minutes long a couple of years ago. Mm. You've heard that, right? <laughs>
0: Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah,
3: sure. that was, yeah but it's uh, just fun to do. It's like, um, yeah, main extra noise thing. It's not like, just um, not just commercial for games or something. It's like something that we're um, yeah, music uh, collaboration group. Yeah, demo scene group. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. That
0: was. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm totally happy that you are still active because. I'm I'm talking to so many people who did you know video game related stuff in the 80s and 90s and they stopped it after a while. Okay, yeah, but they actually... were also
3: older when they started, you know.
0: Yeah, that's that's true. That's, true. that's
4: true. Basically, they died when they stopped. <laughs> no, because, no, no, no. Can no, you
3: mean? I mean, <laughs> Power is like retired. Matt is still active, though. Um, don't know. I think he's more sound designer, but I don't know. I'm talking uh, speculatively. But no, I don't know. It's just like um, uh, ben Douglas still does music. Um, yeah, but who who did retire? Well, Rob Howard, I don't know, but
0: the rest? Um, for example, Dave Flo retired from okay. doing video game music because he said in 2008, companies started to want him to be there in person, you know, when he does the music, so they can watch him. And he said, No, I don't want oh. that. I want to work from home. <laughs> but um but nowadays the times are changing again thanks to Skype and, and video conferencing which we are doing right now. So actually the wheel is turning backwards again because now people are going more um you know um from distances and you know so yeah. So I think um things are things are repeating in a way. Yeah, uh, what 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 would interest me is actually you have this pixel pop thing, and do you have a backup plan when this retro hype is going down? You know, who said it's going to go, go down? Uh, gonna... Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. I'm just asking.
4: We follow trends, we create them. <laughs> you no, know, exactly. that's what the pixel pop shit is all about. You, I never followed trends when it came to how we we're supposed to wear something. I mean, look at me. <sighs> okay, <laughs> no, but um oh my god okay who the fuck cares I really don't fucking care I really don't when it comes to trends and shit seriously mm. I mean the whole C64 scene is that about the trend because it's hype because it's in I don't think so no
1: no 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 it's because it's we have passion.
4: passion yeah that's, that's what fucking matters yeah. mm-hmm. Amen, man so yeah <laughs> yeah All right so and, and basically and, and, we wouldn't care about the trend or anything
2: right and, and, and so many of the the best um the, the most popular and, and 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 enduring like music groups and individuals and whatnot are those that can redefine themselves and kind of you know not necessarily fo- like you like you were saying before you don't want to be pigeonholed into a specific genre or box you know it's yeah. like this is just this is what you're doing and it's not it do, it doesn't have to you can you can do different things you're not stuck making the same exact thing over and over and over again yeah.
3: But I think what the York said is actually interesting. Uh when I this is something that I always always try to do, uh, well not try to I always do automatically. It's like when I hear music which is new, uh in sound or in the way it's done in composition or uh, melody or uh, harmony or whatever, there there will be millions of tunes always, but you know, just specific tunes will be really good, at least in what I like. When I first, I mean, I know where uh, dubstep came from, drum and bass, but it's not drum and bass. It's like, when I first heard this, I don't know who pointed it out, someone said, You gotta hear this. And I was like, Okay, this is so really fucking cool. I just uh, dug up uh, dubstep tunes for for days and just listened, like, Whoa, this is like something I gotta, yeah, you know, I gotta grasp it. I want to, to, yeah, this. Uh, insert it into my style somewhere. Somewhere. Or a system. But not like just doing that. No, just have to insert it gently so it, it becomes
4: part of you. a good blend. Yeah, yeah, part of
3: me in a way. And you know, when there there will be new trends. I mean, in five years' time, there will be some styles that we don't know yet. Um, hopefully, uh, can co-invent them or whatever. You know, you never know where it comes from.
1: Mm-hmm. But
3: um, yeah, w- when it's good, you know, implement it. When it's yeah, th- that's that's how you do it.
1: I mean, the
3: thing is, what is, um, I think, yeah, not a mistake artists makers, I understand they have a fan base and they expect something from, uh, from the, yeah, from the artists. Um, so they stuck like, okay, let's say the Stones, okay, they made that type of music. They're they expect Yeah, well, they're pigeonholed into that, but that's, they're, they're huge in that. And I don't see them making dubstep, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> You know, what I'm, you, know, you know what I'm saying? It's like some styles are defined, and they actually define themselves as being that style. Yeah, that's the way. But anyway, I'd like to adapt to whatever is trending. Uh, when I like it, only when I like it. I mean, there are some trends there. I won't mention them.
4: Basically, you follow it, my trends. N- like kidding?
3: No, there are some. There are some styles out See, there. Yes. Okay. I will not mention them because some people might get offended. But I hate them. It literally I loathe them, but within that style, even within that style that that I really hate or some styles that I hate, even there, there's some good songs. Even there, there's always good songs, you know? I mean, there's like a, you have trash metal band. Well, most of them I don't like, but there's, I mean, I've heard trash metal, which is really awesome. It's not just black and white. Yeah, it? it's
4: not black and white.
3: Right. There's some always- good stuff, some yeah. bad
4: stuff, some awesome stuff. I
3: think this is the worst thing you can do ever. You know, mm-hmm. when it comes to taste or something, yeah. You know, sometimes you have to eat something new to, to okay. To, really I, I, I don't like that. So how do you know? Have you tasted it? Have you really listened yeah. to it? Have you really watched it? You know. Mm-hmm. That's. Um, I think that's a very important thing for, uh, especially artists to well reinvent themselves in a certain way. You can go to your, your path, your style. You know. Also, it doesn't follow trends.
4: Yeah, we when, I say, that.
3: When, when I say when I say, well I love your fashion. What? Okay, you, if, uh, you follow. You have this fashion. No, no, that's not fashion. It's my style. And then you're right because you don't follow trends in fashion or something. It's like you have your own style. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah.
4: yeah. You get it. And know. even if that's a little <laughs>
3: bit manga or something, then you know whatever. Manga? Yeah, no, <laughs> just
4: uh, graphics. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Yeah, but a pick pick out. I think that's uh, it's easier said than done because it, it sounds like cliche. Yeah, of course, I will adapt to new uh, styles and good stuff, and I will just pick it out and put it in. Um, it's easier said than done, of course, but I just,
4: just go for what you like. Yeah, yeah. Um,
3: totally different. Yeah. Yeah, and don't and uh, don't stand still. Okay, now we're this, and this is going to be us for yep. the rest Don't of Don't limit yourself.
0: Mm. Um, yeah, so totally different question, actually. I know that Jeroen has a brother who is also a music product, producer. Right? Producer, producer, yeah. producer. A music composer slash
3: producer. producer. Mm.
0: Yeah, yeah. In the Netherlands, right? So he's a producer and a composer or something? Yeah, he, composes,
3: he composes and produces tracks for hundreds of artists. It's
0: really good. You have it in the world? So that's why I wanted to ask how about you Tess do you have do you have music in your family do you have a sister or a brother who's also into no, music? Have,
4: um actually um hmm let's see well okay my mom's a nurse so my dad's doctor so I'm probably gonna be healer or something um but um right now I just have ADHD now so we'll see no but um Actually, I'm doing cancer research, too. But anyway, that's a hobby. But anyway, um, <laughs> um, it's actually really interesting. Um, it's
3: not a hobby, it's
4: a really awesome mission. Yeah,
3: it's
4: actually, many different missions. Also building UFO, but we can get to that later. But anyway, um, so where were we? Uh,
0: what did you ask? Well, my, my question was um, if you have maybe? somebody in your family related to it music.
4: What? If you have music.
0: somebody in your family related to oh, okay. music.
4: Besides you, um, um, well, my dad is actually um, my dad had a band when he was a teenager, I think, and uh, he um, he um, yeah he, yeah he played in the band and uh, he has ex- he has a really good singing voice um, and he sang when I was a kid and played a lot of music and uh, really inspired me for that. Plays instrument piano, um, guitar. My mom played the guitar and stuff. Other than that, uh, there are a lot of artistic stuff like photography and painting and um,
1: yeah. yeah.
4: But yeah, not so much more music, I think. No, yeah, but
3: that's cool when I mean, there's, there's a lot of visual stuff going on in your families too, you know, and art uh, stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Yep. With me, it's like yeah. I didn't, have, I never stood a chance.
4: He's like his whole family, they're like all music, 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 music.
3: My father was a conductor, a piano teacher. um, um, My granddad actually played the piano at the silent movies. Uh, My great granddad, whatever, was one of the first conductors of the first orchestras in the Netherlands. So it rolls all the way back to hundreds of years ago or something.
4: And again, grew up on Harmony Street.
3: And I grew up on Harmony Street. Great.
0: So all you need is kids now, and and to to follow that follow that tradition, you know, yeah.
4: Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't. Know. I'm kidding. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's, it's, it's like cool. made
3: for kids already. Uh,
4: hello. He he made the first one. Okay. Yeah. I just made the other two. Okay. He's, he's the one who's gonna you know give birth to them and all that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, it's great. So actually, uh, you are following a family tradition. Is like I said, you are you are growing up with the visual related family traditions, and Jeroen is is having this piano thing in the in the back in the background in the past with his family. So it's totally amazing that there are to, uh, two totally creative people. A uh, person's coming together as a couple—it's totally amazing. It's totally inspiring for me. So oh. that must be a, a perfect match, you know? Because because if I try to do something creative, I totally suck in it, you know. So I better do interviews. That's the best thing I can do. Oh. oh.
4: That's so nice.
2: Everyone's good at something. You don't, want
4: that, you don't want to hear the names, the kid names. No, Hello. No, 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 no.
2: No, no. <laughs> no that's
4: for another resource.
2: And the, the website's not up yet, though. You're we're still working on that, right?
4: Yeah, it will be up like anytime soon. Actually, like it's almost there. Oh, so, but, yeah.
3: but we could mention your it Facebook, it, uh, for example. It, um, the link is there. W- yeah, M- yeah,
4: exactly. Um, it goes for those, to Facebook
3: right now, right?
4: Yeah, for those who actually want to uh, like see when it's like really up and finished and up there, mm-hmm. which will be soon, then uh, they can actually like yeah, it's just test uh, and tell dot space, actually.
1: Yeah. It's pretty really fucking
4: cool. Space. No, instead of calm or anything, you actually write <laughs> dot space. It actually yeah. works. that's like it's so cool. That's <laughs>
1: and tell
3: dot space and tell is with one L. Yeah, L
4: exactly.
3: <laughs> yeah. Great. So,
4: yeah. And Great. Uh, soon you will be redirected to the official website and not just Facebook but you can check it from there. So yeah. yeah. Tell and
3: tell space.
4: Yeah.
0: I mean, I, I totally, I totally dig this. No, uh, New um, general um, uh, domains, you know, that uh, new ge- generic top level domains because we got seen.world and Facebook and Skype didn't even know it was a clickable address, you know, because it was <laughs> so new, you know.
1: <laughs> so, That's nice.
0: Yeah, no, so it's perfect. So, test and .space.
4: Yes. Right.
0: Um, but you're also on Twitter, I guess, right?
4: Yeah that's actually uh, twitter.com slash test and tell so yeah
0: great great
4: mm-hmm. <laughs> let's see yeah slash urcbw and s t w I'm kidding no just doesn't tell
0: great 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 so yeah so that's that's your thing that's really great well from my side it would be all I don't know H.A. do you have anything left in mind I
2: think we're pretty good I'm
0: pretty good with this well, thanks, guys, for taking the time. A pleasure talking to you. Thanks for having us. I hope you enjoyed it as well. Yeah. Yeah. Was yeah. fun. Oh my God, no! I'm kidding. Yeah,
4: it was awesome.
0: <laughs> we gotta go. We gotta. We gotta. We gotta go. Yeah. Okay, guys. Well, from my side, I, I'm done. Yep. I guess we we got it, and uh, thanks again and I wish you a good night it's already it's already 10 p.m. here okay then I wish you Go. a
3: good afternoon and you uh, good evening yep. yeah
0: good night good night actually, actually Not tonight. yeah <laughs> talk to you soon
2: okay yes, thanks see you
4: soon. bye-bye bye. people bye, bye. All right,
2: thank you very much
4: you're welcome thank you bye bye,
2: bye. bye. whoa sweet transition did you see that yeah,
4: nice. <laughs>
0: Good
2: work, AJ. <laughs> ah, it's like I have a whole suite of video toasters. Great. Uh,
0: yeah, well, you're you're learning fast. Yeah, yeah.
2: Good. Uh, anyway, that was Tess and Tell. Um, you can find them. Check out their, their website at testandtell.space. Currently, that takes you to their Facebook page, but they will have a website there soon enough. You can also check them out at Twitter.com slash Test and Tell. And they have a Vimeo channel, too, at Vimeo.com and and, tell. and search for them on YouTube, uh and tell. or By the Sky, which is the song that they put out. Um, they're on Bandcamp at testandtell.bandcamp.com. Soundcloud.com slash test-and-tell. Uh, you can also get their stuff at CD Baby at www.cdbaby.com slash Slash test tell, and again tell is one L. Um, as for us, we have a new YouTube channel where you can actually watch this in video. If you've been listening to this in audio, then you've been missing out. So our, our YouTube channel is is youtube.sceneworld.org, and then you can watch this in video and see the T-shirt that Jörg is wearing, which is which has changed from the other two sections of this podcast, which is pretty awesome thank you doing and, uh, my best <laughs> um, and you can find other things podcasts video interviews um, articles the the disc mag itself at sceneworld.org uh, York, and
0: the the interview that I did previously with Jeroen in 2012 as yes well.
2: mm-hmm. absolutely uh, York has a website it's navcom.eu and
0: and AJ has a blog at, at justbastofhell.com
2: yes thank you sir you're welcome anytime until next time I'm AJ see you next time goodbye guys
1: <laughs> bye